You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll, and I'm broadcasting this morning from St. Lambert's Parish here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We've had a fantastic first hour. We talked about Jericho's Wall, which was Men Praying Outside Planned Parenthood on Tuesday nights. And then we just got to talk to the newly ordained Deacon Richard Olson. Very exciting. I grew up with the Olsons in Rapid City. So congratulations to Deacon Richard. If you've missed either of those interviews, you can always check them out on our website, realpresenceradio.com, or check out the app. We'll post them later today. So moving right along, this next one, I know we've got a lot of people listening in to hear Catherine Cassidy and Tony Tibbetts. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Don't be too yes, excited. <laughs> so I'm excited to have you guys on because Catherine used to work with us at the Mustard Seed before COVID hit. And then life kind of just went crazy. And um, you were you would talk frequently when you and I would work together. Well, you would work. I would just sit and watch you work. But <laughs> you would talk frequently about a Bible study. That's happening here at St. Lambert's. So, how did this Bible study get started? So, it kind of just got started. It was in June of 2019. It was right before we had sister camp at St. Lambert's. And me and Tony were probably coming, I was probably driving him back home from frying pan after a Friday night. <laughs> and um, I, we were like jamming out to probably AJR. And I just like screamed at like the top of my lungs, we should start a Bible study. I know Tony was kind of just like, yeah, whatever, this is never going to happen. And then the next day we had sister camp at St. Lambert's. And so I. Sister camp. Sister camp is a camp where um, the Sisters of Christ the King in Lincoln, Nebraska come up to St. Lambert's and they teach, they just teach like um, like a church camp about like Jesus okay. and stuff. And so the next day I came up to Ellen and I was like, hey, I want to start a Bible study here with Tony. And she was like, okay, cool. Um, let's talk later more about this. And then. And she was like, I was like, okay, cool. And then we talked more, and she was like, yeah, let's go for it. So, Tony, when Catherine, who can be hyper, says this, what were, what were your first thoughts? Yeah, you know, Catherine says a lot of things. So <laughs> I just thought it was another fleeting idea that she had, and I was like, you know what? Like, I'll go along with it, but it's never okay. really going to actually come to fruition. But I could not have improved more wrong. <laughs> So first thoughts when you're thinking about starting a Bible study, the first thought for me is I'm not smart enough to start a Bible study. Did that come into play at all, Catherine? Yeah. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I would totally say so. Like the way like we kind of planned it out first and the way like we actually started it were like very two separate things. And so yeah, it was kind of hard at the beginning. I was very like apprehensive about actually like leading it and like, being like these are my words. Right, right. How about for you, Tony? Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it was it was really interesting seeing like growing throughout the year as we as we led the Bible study on just like looking at the difference between like how we started it versus like our last meeting and stuff like that. Seeing like how much we grew um, and stuff like that. So yeah, it was super cool. So going into a Bible study, and it's one that you've just like, hey, let's do a Bible study. Where did you start? Like, how do you even start? Where, I mean, you just pick up the Bible and open it up, or how did you guys plan it out? 
So we actually had a lot of like guidance from Father Schulten about it, and that's like who we got like a lot of guidance from. And we were like, oh, should we start with Acts or should we start with like the Gospel of Luke? And we were just like, which one? Which Why one? Why those two? Just because I always heard that like um, the Gospels were like a great place to start for a Bible study. Like, they're mm-hmm. very easily like just easy to jump into. But then Tony was also over here like, let's start with Revelation. And oh, just, he yeah. wants to go to the dark side. I see. And it was just like, <laughs> no. And so yeah, and then we. It's a little deep. Yeah. And so then we talked to Father Schulten. He was like, Luke would be the best place to start, and then like go into Acts after it. So, okay, so you guys had some guidance on getting started. Did he come with you to the Bible studies? He came twice, two or three times, I believe. Just for the food? Not necessarily the food. The food was always good, but... So, what does a Bible Bible study, um, what does, you know, Tony, like, you arrive, what happens in this youth Bible study? Right, right. So, yeah, we try to keep it as simple as possible. Um, so, basically, yeah, just every, every Thursday night at 7, we just go to St. Lambert's, just one of the rooms they had open in St. Lambert's. Um, and we usually had about three or four chapters that we'd like send out to read um, beforehand and then just discuss it, maybe do a little lexio on it, stuff like that. Um, yeah, pretty simple. Yeah. So what happens when you came across things that you didn't have the answers for? Um. <laughs> Did that ever happen? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, it was it was really nice. We tried to we tried to always have um, a clergy member there, whether it was uh, Deacon Thomas Roush or a priest or something like that, um, to have there um, to answer those kind of questions that we couldn't answer because yeah, they popped up all the time. But. Yeah, and I even remember one time we didn't have like a priest or anything, mm-hmm. but Father Rutten was here, and so we went and like tracked him down. And was like, hey, can you come answer this question <laughs> about um, object intent and circumstances of a I think it was of a sin or something. Oh wow! And he was like. Sure. Well, that's just it. Is I think I, you know, um, my at least my high schooler tends to be a really deep thinker, you know. And you start getting into some of these things, and I can just imagine some of the debates that might have arose. Or, but I think Tony, did it change you in any way? How did this Bible study change you personally? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, it was very humbling, honestly. Um, being able to. Uh lead the Bible study every other week, me and Catherine switched off, um, and just seeing, just so I grew up in a very, very Catholic family, big homeschooled Catholic family, you know, um, and so, you know, I thought I knew a lot about my faith, and then coming in there um, and just seeing just how little I knew and how humbling it mm. was to be able to learn from everyone else, um, and from Catherine, too, yeah. Yeah, how about for you, Catherine? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was the question again? <laughs> how did the Bible study through the year change you? Yeah, I like one one of the big things that like really like I don't know like changed me like just so it's just like seeing like the like it grow and like seeing how like people would be like oh I can't come until like seven thirty but I'll still be there mm-hmm. and just seeing how like how important it would be to people and then like one of like the big things that like really opened my eyes was one time we had um, like one of my favorite like one of my favorite people in the world Sammy Martha come on come not come on but come over and it was mm-hmm. just like opened my eyes that like we as high school kids like never saw college kids like not never but like we never really saw college kids who were like on fire for their faith and so then mm. like from that we had like college kids come like once a month and just like be with us and like we usually shared a meal with that and it was just like, like we for we always had a meal once a month <laughs> so we had like pizza lasagna 
As long as you don't burn down St. Lambert's, you're good. Yeah, I had a dream one time that I burned down St. Lambert's. Okay, I didn't dream it. I couldn't sleep that night because I made pizzas in the oven. So, you when you guys started this, you were both seniors in high school, right? Yep. And now you're both freshmen in college. So, thinking back to when you started it, why was it so important that you guys let it? Go ahead. Um, yeah, so, honestly, like... <laughs> When Catherine first came up to me, she she first came up to me just saying, like, there's so many people out here, so many high schoolers who are just, like, yearning for something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't really have that at that point. Um, and so bringing, bringing this Bible study idea into it was just, like, our way of trying to get something going, um, something student-led. Um, but, yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, and, yeah, I couldn't be more grateful for her to start it. Um, but yeah, seeing like seeing how like even like through the years or through the through the months, like how the regulars would like slowly come like slowly start coming out of their shell so, like that, like you'd have eighth graders who just like wouldn't say a word for mm. the first time they'd come and then like by the end of the Bible study they would like wouldn't stop talking, you know? Like <laughs> the <greatest laughs> in the world. Um to see and vice versa as well. Um so yeah, it's really cool. That's awesome. So now that you guys are both, because I know that, Tony, you're up at the U of M, and Catherine, you're here in Sioux Falls. Are you guys still doing the Bible study at all? Has anybody picked it up? So we actually passed it on to Caleb Hunter and Maria Dvorak, and they do, they're still doing it. And we kind of just, like, stepped back and was like... Really? Yeah. So this is something that could go on. Yeah. So what advice would you give, Catherine, if somebody out there is listening and is like, that's really cool. How do I do that? How do I start that? I would say just like kind of like just do it. Um, just do it. <laughs> just do it. it. sounds so Nike. But like <laughs> my, <laughs> my mom always tells me like if I ask her if I should do something, she's always like the worst thing that they can say is no. And so, like, that's something I've, like, really, like, I don't know, like, started to, like, almost, like, not, like, live by, but, like, it's kind of influenced, like, what I do and stuff. And so, just kind of just, like, get your friends together. And it doesn't necessarily have to be at the Bi- about the Bible. Like, there was plenty of times where we didn't talk about the Bible at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, we would just talk about, like, um, like God as a father and just, like, like, the love that, like, Christ has for us. And it was just, like, just just be there and like talk in community and Mm -hmm. it it doesn't necessarily have to be about the Bible. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's, I think it was really wise of you guys to uh, get a priest on board and someone as cool as father Joseph Schulten was uh, a good pick. So he kind of helped it along the way, I'm sure. But um, so when you came across, how did you make sure that you were staying within the church's teachings? Is that something you worried about? We definitely had a heresy stick. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> it would be we. It would be like, oh no, heresy today, or oh, Catherine just spoke heresy today, and it was just a very like a big joke about speaking heresy in the Bible study. Because <laughs> well, that would be a concern of a parent. You know, I'm a senior, and I'm like, okay, so how do you know that they're learning the right? <laughs> thing <laughs> but like there was a like if i spoke heresy it was like a lot of people would be like catherine that's heresy like you can't say that <laughs> and like vice versa with everyone else would be like oh heresy and then we kind of really just, awesome though we kind of just like go from that and just be like 
this is how you can say it, so it's not heresy. Right. I love that. So you're all kind of checking and balancing each other out. Yeah. Yeah, fraternal correction. (laughs) Yes. I love it. Tony, any words of advice from you for those that might be interested in starting their own group? Oh, gosh. Um, Yeah. See, with me, I'm I'm very strict and, like, to the book type thing, and Catherine's not. Um, so She's I, laughing. I, I, my advice would don't be afraid. Like, if you're starting a Bible study, don't be afraid. Well, what, what Catherine said, don't be afraid. Just go out and do it. You know, like, the best ideas a lot of times never come to fruition simply because you're too afraid to just, like, step out into the deep, you know, and just try it out. Um, and then another thing is just, like, don't, like, let the conversation flow, right? Um, mm-hmm. That's something I had to work on in my own um, when I led the Bible studies and stuff like that. Because Catherine was really good at this, being able to just let the conversation go, maybe derail a little bit, but still mm-hmm. keep it on a good topic, you know. Um, when I was very, very, like, strict, people like, no, we're talking about the Bible, you know, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> so don't be afraid, because some of the best conversations we had were from, from you know, the Catherine's tangents or, you know, something like that, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, got to leave some room for the Holy Spirit. Gotta leave oh, some yeah, room for, sure. for oh, yeah, for sure. Well, that's pretty awesome. So are you still coming once in a while, Catherine? No. <gasps> I usually, so <laughs> I work like 8 to 5 or like 9 to 6. And so by the time I'm done, I'm just like, I'm dead to the world. I and know. I'm welcome, I'm in bed by 9 o'clock. Welcome to adulthood. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, it was a pleasure to have you both on. And um, Tony, good luck on your schooling up there at the U of M. And have you joined any great groups up there? Uh, yeah, I'm actually I'm in two Bible studies right now. One focused, I mean, one just independent that me and a buddy started up here. I'm um, also involved in student government. So yeah, it's uh, it's been great. University of Mary's super super cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. All right, Catherine. So we've got like 30 seconds left. Any last words of advice? Thoughts? Um, just do it. The just worst they can say it. is no. And You're such a cliche. I know it's so cliche, <laughs> but it's like, it's so true. Like, I even just had that like happen to me yesterday where like the worst thing they can say to me is no if I ask. So yeah, yeah. just do it. Yeah. And well, just and find you, obviously, you guys obviously felt God knocking, so you answered. Yeah, and just find people who will support you and encourage you. And, like, one of the best things that, like, Father Schulten said when I asked him about this was, I will follow your lead. And that's, like, the same thing that Ellen said. And it was just like, okay, like, thanks. And have good food. Rhubarb crisp is always a good food. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> them, they will come. Huh? Always have your grandma make the treats. <laughs> Catherine, Tony, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Good luck to both of you. Thanks for having us. Okay, Thank we're going so <laughs> We're going to take another quick break. Why should we be generous even in the difficult times? We'll be discussing this next. Stay tuned right here on Real Presence Live. I'm Heather Carroll. I'll be right back. <laughs> 